Hey, hey, beautiful human. Welcome to the Soul Revolution Podcast, your cosmic playground for mind, body, and beyond. If you're ready for an epic journey of transformation and evolution, you have come to the right place. Let me tell you, this is not your average self-help show. We are all about keeping it real, relatable, and a ton of fun. Get ready to be inspired by incredible stories that'll make your soul do a happy dance, expert guidance that will light your path, and discover a whole buffet of healing possibilities. Whether you're new to the mindfulness game or you're a seasoned spiritual explorer, we've got something for every human out there. So get comfy, hit that play button, and let's dive into the soul revolution where healing meets happy and magic happens. Okay, you know when you listen to some stories sometimes and you're in conversation with people and you're like, holy shit, is that real? Like, is this, did that really happen? That is this entire episode when I sat down with Jamie Zazara and uh, we really started talking about awakening and waking up from the old story and allowing yourself to step into your gifts, your talents, your purpose, and creating a new story. There are so many old stories that we sit in and that we don't wake up from and that holds us back from really living the life that we know we're here to live, the life that we were called and created to be in um, and who we really are. And Jamie's story is so powerful. I pinky promise you this is one that you are going to need to listen to again and again because it's going to resonate so deeply with you. So I can't wait for you to sit in Jamie is one of my nearest and dearest friends, and our conversation is very candid and very powerful. So let's get right into it. Jamie, welcome to the Soul Revolution podcast. How exciting is this? Like, first of all, I think what's wild is all the shit we've done together and that it's like we're on this continuous journey. And I love, 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 love reflecting back on all. I mean, we you we just kind of did this together in the last couple of weeks, but all that we've yes. been through and all that we can like accomplish and what we can be proud of in our lives. And just seeing that a lot of this walk has been together, like simultaneously side by side has been really amazing. Yeah. And I was sharing with Thierry because he doesn't know you, right? So Thierry is like my soul partner in this and putting all of this together and all of co-creation, co-creator. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, who's Jamie? I'm like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> I can't wait for you to meet Jamie. And I can't wait for everybody else who's listening to get to know you and your story because it's really profound. So we're talking all about awakening and do you want to share like your first awakening and what that looked mm-hmm. like and how that felt? And then what you kind of, evo- what evolved from there in your other awakenings? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So first of all, awakenings, you know, at first when someone asked me about what's your awakening, you think sometimes you think it's one thing that happens mm-hmm. and it really, yeah. it isn't. It's a series of things that evolve. And as it continues to happen, it's like you're peeling away layers of yourself, yeah. right? Because before I met you, I had a story within me right. and you really, we connected when 
you were doing your sole purpose-driven business, right? Yeah. That's what yeah. first connected us. Yeah. And I was ready to write my book. Yep. And it was all about, I was in a relationship and marriage for 18 years. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I started my network marketing business side hustle, yeah. where I started to work on myself. I started to mm-hmm. do personal development. I started to grow mm-hmm. and learn and evolve. And then I was like, okay, I can only grow and evolve to a certain degree, right? I realized that I was in an, I was with an alcoholic, really, our whole relationship. And it, things got pretty bad. Things were pretty bad. And it got to the point where I was just, I was in survival mode for most of my adult life until that time. Mm -hmm. And it was, I had an aha moment at, at an event, right? At it, it was Mm -hmm. like the millionaire blueprint. And it was like, what are the three most important things in your life? And what are you doing to, you know, enhance them, build them, improve them, whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's my kids. It's not even my relationship. Like it had been over, but I just was stuck. And I think a lot of people are in that situation and they feel like there's no way out. And it took me getting to the point of very explosive, unpredictability, emotional abuse and highs and lows on the daily. Mm -hmm. And then, and my kids, I realized, how am I going to stay in this? So I finally, I had to walk away and fully start over. And I walked away from a house I just bought. And, but that story in that, you know, my ex continued to spiral in his addiction Mm. and ultimately, you know, wasn't in my kid's life. And if I didn't choose forgiveness, Mm. if I didn't focus on letting go and looking at the situation for what it was and what he was going through, I could have really spiraled myself into a deep depression. And I look back and thinking like, holy crap, like it's horrible. And I think there's a lot of people that experience and they don't think there's a way out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But that was the story I had within me. I realized that the letting go and everything that happened and it was like, okay, I kept expecting a different result right, Right. (laughs) from the same thing happening. And so many of us do in all yeah. different ways. Okay, it seems simple. The definition of insanity, yeah, right. expecting a different result, and you're doing the same, the same thing. thing. Yeah, the same yeah. thing. And in the moment and in the toughest of moments, like now I look back and I reflect and it's, I had to have that happen to me in right. order to step into the purpose. I know that I'm here to share my story. Who are the people that can't or right. don't have the voice to yet? And know that on the other side is a whole different life. And while our stories have paralleled, they've they've paralleled at different times. Because so it's like you saw something in me that I needed, Mm -hmm. you know, what my purpose was, but then I didn't even know, right? We we wear these masks. No one would have known the pain and suffering that I was going through at that time. And so, yeah, my book, Freedom and Forgiveness, came from that. And then it was just, that's really my whole thing is letting go, Yeah. okay? Letting go of the stories, right. letting go of the past events, all the stuff that we replay in our head okay. and as to why we can't do something. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting <laughs> that I am thinking like something that you said that I think is very powerful 
is awakening is really waking up from the story we've been living in, waking up from the story we've been telling ourselves, waking up from the untrue story and life that we've built on those stories that aren't even true to who we really are, right? It's just built on all of that. And it's a continuous waking up. It's not a one and done, right? Like, so that was like the first big one for you was waking up out of this marriage that you're like, this is not right for me or my children. And he, we all get to choose to wake up or not from the story, right? Like, I mean, like, it's so interesting. Like, as I'm thinking about this right now, like how many times have you read a really good book and got so immersed in it? You're like, you feel like you're in the story and you're so like the whole, everything is around. You're like not even in reality anymore. Cause I've been in like really, really good books like that. Waking yeah. up from that story, you have to click out of the being in the book mm-hmm. and reading it and listening to it and then come back to wait, wait a minute. That's not my story. That's not, that's not my story. Right. And then we're back here yes. and we get to choose to do that. And like at that point in time, like your ex-husband didn't choose that, right. He stayed in the story mm-hmm. that he was in and you chose a new story, which that's the awakening realistically. Like all of this is just clicking in as you were saying it. And it's just, Mm. if I think if people think about it in that perspective, it's not such a daunting task. Cause I also feel like awakening has this like context around it. And it sounds very like spiritual and and like for those, that's for some people that's not for everyone. Right. When in the reality of it, it's really as simple as letting go, like you were saying, letting Mm. go of an old story, waking up from that story that isn't ours or doesn't feel good anymore and moving into a new story that we're going to create wrapped around healing and what feels good for us, what is truest to who we really are. And then moving forward in that, which is huge. It gets, it can be that simple. (laughs) It it can be. And, you know, deciding is the first step Yeah, because, and even I thought I knew how much, you know, I was codependent. So Mm -hmm. many women lose themselves after they have children and they're, you know, they have a job, whatever it is, but you don't even realize how much and how different you become when, when that part of you, because you sacrifice yourself and it really is who am I? who am I? Mm-hmm. And really, as it continues, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's not easy. That's why most people choose to stay comfortable. In because the in the story, they can't yeah. even imagine something different. Mm-hmm. But and that's I always said on the other side of that fear and taking that first action is a life that you can't even see yet. And yeah. it's so possible to feel yeah. to not live in that low vibrations of like depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. fear, doubt, anger, Like I lived in that, like I get it. And I think people that might meet me now think that, oh, like, I don't really understand. I do understand this, that you're seeing the best version of me now, but you know, when we, so, you know, working with you, you assisted me. And then I was like, I have to write, you know, it was really five years after and I knew I had that in me and it was really therapy to really write my book. Totally. I wrote my book. But then, you know, you can see what I didn't see yet, which was that I wasn't healed fully. I thought I was healed or a version of healing myself, but it was pretty traumatic, the things that I went through. And I was still just trying to, you know, support and be there for my kids. Mm -hmm. So I, I got into another relationship, like literally only 
it was a full year after I left, which seems Mm -hmm. so quick when, when I look at that now, but I just craved the stability. My, you know, my kids needed a father. And I think once again, I didn't truly love myself Yeah, because what we do is it it looked totally different to me. It was a totally different relationship, different situation, but it's crazy now. What? What was I thinking? Because I will say this though. So I'm, as you know, I'm really good at used to call me the manifesting queen. I am good at manifesting. And part of letting go is, you know, we block ourselves from manifesting because our thoughts are not aligned. We, there's many reasons. We we don't think that we're worthy. So many reasons, but I, I have attracted a relationship, a man of all the things that I wanted, but then there was a whole other things that I did not want. And Mm -hmm. that's when, and again, I think, you know, in seeking that happiness or or whatever it is that we want, it was outside of myself. Mm. That's what, right? This is like such a theme right now. So good. It is. And I I think so many of us do because, and no matter what it is, you're seeking the the job, the relationship, your best body, your health, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. and then you're never filling that void within because you don't love yourself in the now. And, and I didn't. And again, I sacrificed who I was. And then, you know, I picked up my kids, I moved states, I left my family, I became even more isolated. Mm. And this is when your your core wound healing. Now I had done your core wound healing, right? Yeah. And I thought it would, you know, my whole thing is around relationships, right? And really the loving yourself. Yep. But you can't fully find that until you love yourself. Mm-hmm. And so preach it, sister. I'm with you. <laughs> I had to go through all that shit myself too. <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> Why does it have to be like that? I- it just does. It's like, boom, for me, it's, it's like, I have to be smacked into the yeah. face be, because right, we all have that inner knowing and we all have yes. that voice. And this is where meditation plays such a role in my own healing is that when you quiet the mind, you can hear the voice. A thousand percent. Yep. Yep. But we don't want to hear the voice. <laughs> no. Well, you know why we don't want to hear the voice because then that we are faced with the option to have to leave that old identity, leave that old self, and then step into our truest self, which we've never experienced before. And that shit's fucking scary. And it's comfortable in this place that we don't really like being in, but we know it. It's the place, it's the devil, you know, right? Like it's the thing, you know, so we stay comfortable in those things rather than saying, oh my gosh, I'm hearing these thoughts and these whispers in me. It's like the knowing is always there. We always Mm. get those thoughts. We always get those whispers. And yet oftentimes we don't listen to it because that takes it, it stretches us from all the shit that we've been sitting in that we don't really want to be in, but it's comfortable because it's the shit we know versus what's on the other side of it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, that's why we don't. (laughs) So it takes a lot of self-trust, right? Mm Self-trust to see what's on the other side of that, to let go of the old ways, to let go of the patterns and the things that we sit in and the things that we, you know, as, as our inner self starts waking up and telling us these things, it's like, it's scary to let go of that stuff. And it takes, it takes a lot of self-trust and practice to keep leaning into it and doing it over and over. And that's really where the peeling the onion layers is right. Like, so what I want to continue on in your story. So you 
you meet this guy, you move states, you take your kids, you get over there. And then we're, we're still yeah. chatting this whole time. Right. And it's like, good. Yes. And it's not, and it's good. And it's not. And there's the ups and downs with it. And I, I remember these distinct conversations with you too. It's like, you even knew then because you would call yeah. me and tell me like, this shit isn't good. And then you, but you yeah. still stayed, right? Like you still stayed mm-hmm. for a while. And, yeah. and in that space before, because this is where another, like, like I would say you're fucking like huge, like the big, 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 big awakening happened yeah. in the time period. But leading up to that, I, from this side of it, from this side, just as on this, the outside and, and observing and, and being with you in that, it right. was like the volcano like getting ready to erupt. It's like your Mm. spirit knew so deeply that this isn't where you were supposed to be. Like you knew your inner knowing so deeply knew, but your human self was still so Mm -hmm. attached to the wounded spaces that were comfortable that you knew how to handle, right? Like you could handle the shit that kept coming because that's what you were used to. But your spirit was like, this is, this isn't it. And you have these gifts in you that you're not even tapping into, which was a big part of repressing those gifts was uh, controlled yeah. by this person. Like this person that yes. you were with was suppressing, controlling you and suppressing these gifts, not allowing, yeah. not even encouraging you to express them. And then all of a sudden it's like this, like Jesus, take the wheel, Lord have mercy. Like <laughs> <laughs> the volcano yeah. erupted and it's like, no more, yeah. like, and we're done here. Like your soul was like, <laughs> let's go sister. So what, like walk everyone yeah. through where, where you were in that and a little more context around what happened. Yeah. So, you know, so we were, it was like 2019, right. That Mm -hmm. I wrote the book and I was, we were working together and you're right. At that point, it was, it was, Mm. it was bad. Like I remember I literally sent my kids back to Jersey for a month to try and think that I could fix the relationship. Right. And uh, anyway, it's like, I wrote a book. That's a big deal, right? It was a big deal. It was so, it was such a huge deal. Yeah. And then I, I created a journal, right? Let it go, yep. let it flow. I created a course. I was in creativity mode, but then I would do all this amazing stuff. And then like, it was like, I would open and shine my light mm-hmm. and then it would yeah. be like mashed yeah. and shut down. Yep. And, and I would retreat. I remember I did one event with my book and I, and then he never even read my book and, and I mm-hmm. carried such guilt and shame like around it. And then I was yeah. just like, I didn't even want to share it. So I didn't realize even just how much like Mm. I couldn't be myself. I I do remember. So then, okay, an entire year then goes by and I continue in that space and I continue to grow. This is when I started hosting. I I did the chakra bowls. I start Mm -hmm. hosting an event. And, but again, I was with a narcissist, which I know that now I was with someone who was controlling, didn't trust me, was not emotionally available and didn't Mm -hmm. support my emotions. So even more so it was like, I couldn't be human even. And so yes, was it building, building, building? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I have like, this is the layers of it, right? Of me thinking like spiritual awakening and also, Mm -hmm. you know, mental breakdown. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cause there's, there's a fine line. There's a fine line. And I I work with a healer and she's like, you know what? I'm gifted. People used to call me psychotic, 
Mm-hmm. Now they call me gifted. Yeah. So there is a fine line in your in your mind of because what I was tapping into, I was tapping into my higher power, my higher yeah. spirit. I was connecting with the higher directly version, to God, source. Yep. Directly to source. Yep. And when you're in that space, but you know, I was connecting so much. And so, all right, I'm doing that. And then I work with you again. This this mm-hmm. was three years ago. And yeah. honestly, like this time, three it's years this ago. This time, yeah. It what? Ha- it happened. Yeah. Oh yes. my God. You didn't realize that? Yeah. No, I didn't. And you know what's wild is when I was telling Terry a little bit about the story, like I didn't tell him everything. But when I was telling him, I'm like, you know what? I need to go back and listen to those messages because you were literally channeling prophecy for me. Like uh, it was coming through and you were channeling mm-hmm. prophecy for me. And you literally were telling me, Monique, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. This is what's next. This is what's yeah. coming. Like it was straight, like flowing straight from God through your mouth and into my inbox legit. And I was like, this is, yeah. um, this is wild. Like I need to go back and listen to this now. Like there is, I feel like there's no coincidence that we're here right now talking, doing this recording this there's something in there there's like this is so precious well there is because you know we've talked about this before that there's a time warp on energy yeah and it comes back you know and and anytime we've experienced like a traumatic thing a loss a change in life you feel it and then you again you're peeling away the layers to heal from it more and I continue to do that well yeah and you know I don't remember that so mm-hmm. I do and I don't. So, yeah. all right, let's just backtrack a few weeks. So my yeah. birthday was like June 25th, right? Yep. And this was where I said, all right, I need to do the core wound healing again. I yeah. could feel all that wasn't right, but this was my last thing. Cause I don't give up something about right. me. I, I do not give up and I'm yeah. going to do whatever it takes to make something work, no matter yep. how wrong it is. Yeah. <laughs> until, <laughs> until it's like, okay, yeah. I tried, I'm done. This is not right. So And again, it was all around my relationship. I bared. So what was happening was I was having visions. I was seeing, I could see the pain within him. I could see him as a child. Mm. I was connecting the dots of my whole life with my, the generational trauma with my mother, with my father, the divorce, all of it. And then, so we do it. And then you knew at that point, like it's over. You need sister, you need to move on. Okay. But okay. (laughs) So I, I, you know, and part of the process is, you know, writing a letter. Right. And I remember, and it it was writing a letter and from a healed space and seeing what it could be. And I, and the height of it was, well, one of the heights was I wrote that to him and it was like, he he thought I was like going crazy and was just like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. And I, I, I was so it was like, so clear. It was so clear. I remember uh, like the clarity uh, in I it. I bared yeah. my heart yes. and soul. Yeah. yeah. But here's what I realized in the lesson. So all right, we go on. Okay. We were possibly moving. So mm-hmm. I was interviewing looking for jobs. Right. So this was like it was just a few days ago, three years ago. It was like it was like July 18th, right? Mm. So I go to this Vero Beach and I interview for a job. And the day, so the day of the interview, this was the first start of, oh my gosh, like parallel to life. So there was, you could look it up. It's called the SS Berkshire or something. It's basically okay. a shipwreck within the ocean, right okay. off the shore That's right. of Vero yeah. Beach. Yes. Okay? 
And I love paddleboarding. So you could paddle to it or you can swim and then snorkel. Mm -hmm. So, but you, you snorkel, you go straight towards it. So my ex was doing that. I want to paddleboard. So I have to go straight out and then over. So it was Mm -hmm. like, we had different paths and we were trying Mm -hmm. to get to the same point. And what a metaphor. Oh, it was, it was, it was amazing. So what, but what was happening now? I had COVID like a few weeks prior and after the fact, I realized I still had it. So it was so treacherous, the paddleboarding, okay, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I was trying to go against it. And I was like, okay. And mm. it, it, the lesson was surrender, just yeah. surrender mm, and chills. allow. Yes. Surrender. And I kept fighting that. I yeah. kept trying to control how things were going to happen. And I had to surrender. There was no way I was getting there. And there's no way I was not going to get there because I yeah. could see it. So, and it was like, okay, I felt like, you know, Tom Hanks and freaking cast. <laughs> like, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Like literally I said that to myself. And as I, and then I right, I was like, okay, I have to go with the ebbs and flows of the ocean and just yeah. go with it. I can't fight it any longer. Yeah. And right as I like did that, a full grown adult sea turtle, literally like right by me. Wow. And I'm just like, is this, is this really happening? Yeah. And it was the most magical thing. And it was a sign. And I was just like, okay, I'm stepping into my purpose. Yeah. I'm no longer hiding. I'm no longer mm. dimming. I'm no longer, I'm surrendering. And so I, I get there. Also, he, hold on, let's he, pause. Let's pause. Because when we say sh- there is so much power, I had this conversation too. Like mm-hmm. when you have the conviction and you say the thing, believe yeah. you better believe that God, universe, spirit, whatever you call higher power is about to make some stuff happen. Like it's a magical yeah. moment when you're like, all right, Jesus, take the wheel. I'm in, let's go. Because you <laughs> committing to that surrender, like it's like all the dominoes fell down instantly. Like it instantly started happening. Yeah, it did. So yeah, it did. Yeah, (laughs) no, you're, you're absolutely right. It did. In looking back, it boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Because I couldn't do it myself. Right. I couldn't pull the trigger. And so it took me a while to accept the way that things happened, but that, so I go to the interview, get the job. I love the place. I'm like, I'm ready to move here. (laughs) Him, not so much. He was like, I don't want to live here. And at the same point, I was like, I was ready to go. So I I was already over it. Okay. That night we were staying oceanfront. So you could see the ocean and right where that, that shipwreck was, there was like a light to see it. Mm. The most horrific lightning storm I have ever seen. And so now I, I'm getting more heightened and kind of what you would call irrational. I could see things. I knew things yeah. and no one understood it. I knew it, mm-hmm. but to convey it, no one else did. And I sounded crazy. So I was having a conversation with someone and then I would say heal, but it ended up to be about my sister, but I was in the phone. And then I'm looking out on the balcony, seeing this like explosion of lightning. And it was like, every time I said heal, Mm. like lightning bolt. And I, you know, I thought I was connecting with my father, but I know now it was me showing, it it was showing me my power Mm -hmm. and why lightning is like, I I had epilepsy in my life and Mm. like neurologically, my, my brain is wired differently. It's wired differently. It is. Yeah. Even when I went to Sedona, I had such spiritual connection to Thunder Mountain is one of the Mm -hmm. places that were most struck by lightning. Mm. So anyway, that happened. And then like 
I felt like I had to heal everybody. Mm-hmm. I now know that I had to heal myself. Yeah. But at the time, I felt like I had this all-knowing power to heal. And I was like, okay, I'm yeah. going to heal everybody, yeah. right? Be- because I could see it all. Right. I could see everybody's pain. Yeah. And I yeah. wanted to somehow help. Yeah. So that, so I could barely sleep. That happened. And that was also happening. I wasn't sleeping a lot. That next morning, I woke up for sunrise. Sunrise is a thing for me. I just, I love the sunrise. Yeah. So that was the, like, if you look up spiritual awakening, it'll, it'll describe a sensation. It'll describe a feeling, mm-hmm. an energy that comes through you. Well, that's when that occurred. And it was so overwhelming. So I have pictures of it. I actually took video of it. I have, it's mm-hmm. the most beautiful sunrise and the sky was pink and orange and I couldn't shake it. I remember shaking Mm. and shaking my hands and I couldn't get rid of this, such a strong sensation of energy coming Mm -hmm. through me. And I like was losing, like, I was like, what is happening? I was hysterically crying. Everybody was looking at me and I just said, okay, I will do. I've just, again, it was surrender, surrender, surrender. And you talked about the strength. Okay. okay. I apologize about that. No, um, it's fine. We're so, going to cut it out. It's fine. Okay. We, so that sensation and then mm-hmm. uh, hysterical relief, release and crying relief. And so you talked about channeling. I was just like, I remember going like this, like my hand up and mm-hmm. down and up mm-hmm. and down. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like I, I couldn't control the flood of I call them information. Yeah. Information. Yeah. It, it was so intense. I was like, oh my gosh. So I go home. I literally I have chills again. Like I can see because mm. I was there, but not yeah, there you, because you were. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You were there. So that day, so this is Saturday, right? It was the day before I talked yeah. to you that you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So I, there was fighting. There was, what was happening was I was fighting my voice and I was finally speaking what I knew. It was not being well received. I could. So again, the next morning I woke up in another, like I ended up going to the sunrise. But before that, just like you said, I was messaging you. I I messaged a lot of people Mm -hmm. and I sounded, I actually haven't fully listened to it, but I sounded, I sounded like, what, who is this? Mm. And who, it it almost was like an alternate. And my son has told me this, it it wasn't myself Mm -hmm. coming through me. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was scary. It was scary. And, and so I went to the sunrise that morning Mm -hmm. and then I had a call. Remember we had a call with you. Who else was in that? There was a group. It was. Yeah. There was Mm -hmm. a group of us Mm -hmm. and everyone I, I, I told all of you what to do. Yeah. And then I saw people at the beach. I was like saying, it, you know, I could just feel people's energy. So then that that day, I then my whole family was worried about me on the way home. I witnessed, I still think about this and it's hard to describe because it's, I basically witnessed my rebirth. I could mm-hmm. see my father spirit above me. And I had found out about the way that I was brought into this world, right, mm. was in fear, anxiety, mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah. And it was like, and I needed to be reborn, really. Yes. Yes. On that spiritual level. So then I could rewrite my story mm-hmm. and change mm-hmm. the way that I was living. Change the trajectory. And yes. Yes. And I could see my son the, the way that 
he was brought into the world yeah. and actually and I remember coming back and I I was just so tired I just wanted to sleep and so I was obviously I was crossing a line yeah I was crossing the line of you know connecting the spirit and then my mind I couldn't handle it mm-hmm. I couldn't handle it and so my son noticed it and he was like we need to call like we need to call the hospital or yeah. to to give her help you know because it was just it was too much and so I went, I uh, was horrible. I went to lay down and I was like, I'm just going to sleep. I knock on the door and it was literally like, it was the police. They they thought it was a domestic situation. Mm. And I felt, obviously I was not acting normal. <laughs> they, they ultimately, they handcuffed me and mm-hmm. took me away. It shouldn't have happened like that. I was put on a suicide watch, mm-hmm. which, or they call it like a Baker Act. I was not suicidal, yeah. but so I needed that. I needed to to get myself back to center. And if that hadn't happened, so come to find out, I went into the hospital again. I saw all synchronicities and I I was connecting the dots of different people. Right. But there was a lot of things that transpired that, but ultimately if that never happened, I wouldn't have come back to Jersey. I would right. not have. Right. I, I just wouldn't have. And I didn't have the guts to walk away and to leave, which had to happen. Yes. And so uh, it was hard. Yes. It was horrible though. It was horrible. It was traumatic for me and my children, but I know now, and we all know we all have a path and lessons to learn. And Mm -hmm. I know that's their path and lessons to learn also because their pain is propelling them in their life. Right. So, yeah, I mean, so that led me back and what happens? (laughs) Well, it's like, so here's what's, yeah, it literally catapulted you. It was like, so it feels Mm -hmm. so similar to me in the way that that like a very traumatic event had to happen to me also. We're so, we're very much aligned in our wounds and in shrinking and playing small Mm -hmm. and not stepping into our gifts, right? Like, I think that's something that's very, like we have in common or had in common. And like you needed that to almost, I call it ripping the carpet, ripping the rug out from under Mm -hmm. me. Like you needed that to reset. For me, my divorce was like the great reset, right? Otherwise, same thing. Mm -hmm. I was in it for, you know, in that relationship for 13 years, I would have stayed in it because it was comfortable because I knew it. I knew how to play small. I don't know how to be big in my bigness. I can play small, really good, easy. I can shrink really easy to make somebody else's make someone else comfortable Mm. in their smallness and their false bigness, right? Like I can do that really. I know that well, I don't know how to be in my bigness. And so I needed God literally to rip the carpet out from under me also. And it was fucking painful, like just as painful, just as traumatic. And just like you're saying, my girls, like your boys have to walk that path of pain, endure some of the pain. And -hmm. it's a part of their path. Like it's a part of their path too, but it's all done for our highest and best, right? It's all pushing us forward into our highest self, into our gifts and talents, into our purpose. If only if we choose to align with that belief, right? Like we have to align with that belief. And I, I know we're also similar in our tenacity that like, it doesn't matter how bad shit gets. We're going to take this as this is working in my favor. And now I'm going to keep moving along with it. So once you get back to Jersey, like your dust is settling, right? Like everything's it's, it feels like life has been upheaval. And that's what I was walking through this whole last year was like my whole life flipped upside down. And also because we are the women that we are, we're going to keep, keep it going. Right. Like we have children, we have things like we can't just, you know, sit and cry about things forever. We can, but also we have to keep life moving and still show up for ourselves, still show up for our kids while 
saying, okay, God, what is all this for? Like, what is the real path that this is leading me to? And so seeing, witnessing you in that ahead of me has been like one Mm -hmm. of the greatest gifts for me, because it's like you had to, and like you were saying, we walk parallel, but our timing kind of just shifts a little like back and forth like this. And it's just such a a beauty. And that's why I'm like obsessed with people sharing these stories because you sharing this has been a massive help for me in my, Mm. all of a sudden my world flipped upside down. It was for my next great awakening. And I, of course I knew that I didn't know that that's what was going to happen. I don't know what, I don't know what the fuck is happening. This podcast is a result. Yeah. But it's like everything that you started creating when your whole world got flipped upside down Mm -hmm. and then you go back to Jersey, once the dust started settling, where was it that you were like, okay, that's what happened. This, like the, the whole experience of like the lightning and the channeling, and then, you know, being in the hospital and being, you know, on a psychiatric hold, Mm -hmm. like all of this stuff where you started connecting those dots of like, hold, hold up. This is actually, this is, this is me. This is who I am. And that, that was my bigness coming out, right? Like really, Mm -hmm. truly that was the bigness of you in full effect. Like, yeah, it, you know, a few times since, I have to be honest, it's, I know I do have that power and I, I have learned, I've connected mm-hmm. with the right people to assist yeah. me in understanding and keeping myself grounded right. because with that, it, it's so important. It took me yeah. a while. I spent the following year, like you said, I had, I started over. I mm-hmm. had to get a new job. I had to, I bought a house. Like mm-hmm. I look back, how did I do this? Because yeah. mentally, like my kids were suffering. I was like, what WTF yeah. just yeah. happened yeah. and accepting that, but I committed to healing. So yeah. I did hypnotherapy. I realized all the stuff that had been happening that I wasn't loving myself that the reasons why they happen, I understood them because again, I wasn't allowing myself to be myself. And for the first time, like I found who I was, Mm -hmm. I wasn't being, I had my own house. I could do whatever I wanted with it. Do you remember that one time, right? I had all my stuff out and it was like, what the heck is this? Take it all away. I don't want to be spiritual crap. Yes. And like, right. Yeah. It's like, and we do those things and we change who we are, or we only show a version of who we are because we're trying to, you know, I used to be a people pleaser, codependent Mm -hmm. and all that. Yeah. So, but yes, what happened is when you, when you are committed and when to the healing, you attract the people that are going to help you get there. And that's what happened. And I continue and I have those people in my life. And then one of those people, my healer, my Reiki, like a shaman now assisting my own son in his Mm. journey, in which I never could have, I mean, gosh, the transformation that I've seen in (sighs) him, but it's just so I continued. So meditation is a huge part of what I do, the sound healing. So I play the chakra bowls. And for me, it, it, I realized now it was actually opening me up. Mm -hmm. It was opening up my mind and, you know, so it opens and clears out any emotional baggage and it allows for healing on that energetic level. But then it was like the crown chakra, my connection to my higher spirit kept growing. And Mm -hmm. so 
when you're when you do that and when you allow yourself to like quiet your mind you get them you say it all the time those divine downloads yep and so when you tap into it when you trust it when you surrender then i just started taking action on it okay yeah. boom it's telling me to do this okay i'll do this yes. and some people look at me and they think wow you're doing this you're doing that you're doing this you're doing way too much yeah and that's <laughs> it, it honestly i i've worked with spiritual coaches yeah you're not doing too much no you're no, tapping in yeah yeah you're tapping in or figuring out the direction okay i do this and i go here and you think yep. it's going to be one way no Mm-mm. oh this is leading me to this person that's leading me to this you know what i just saw in my mind when you play pac-man <laughs> <laughs> you go yes. around. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like Pac-Man because you can go through and like the different paths yeah. in the different you ways. Get stuck. You get stuck in yes. the corner. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Then gosh. you just back out and then you go you sometimes. pivot. Yeah. And then there's the yeah. shortcut that you can go <laughs> to the other side. Yes. Yeah. 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 It is. You know what? It's so if you are like the whole purpose of this, right? Of having an awakening is tapping into your true authentic self, yep. allowing yourself to be who you were designed, mm-hmm. created, divinely yeah. created to be. And we all have that within that us. Yes. We all have that purpose. And yeah. And mm. it, I mean, since like, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I host events and well, so what's happened is. I'm a leader. I'm a connector. Mm-hmm. I connect people together. And I, all of speaking, why I went through what I did is to share my story and empower other people yeah. and give other people a voice that don't have one. And they're willing to make the change because they see someone else that has. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult. You do it as well. When you share yeah. so vulnerably, people like I also have learned, I don't care if people judge me like this yeah. is who I am. And this is what I've experienced and owning that like you're magnetic. Mm-hmm. So you raise up. So what is this awakening? You're raising up the level of your consciousness. Right. And because of that, like I tried to do when I first met you, right? I was hosting events and, and I had like two people at them yeah. <laughs> because I was not as magnetic as mm-hmm. I am now. Right, right. When you like people are attracted to energy and they mm-hmm. you can feel it. And when you operate and you live in that healed, yes. authentic space, yes. You're just serving your, you're serving your purpose and people, people come because they want it. Like they want to be that themselves. They want to be, people want to be their most authentic self. Like that's our truest desire. We want to be that we need people to share their stories and to show the way. And the path that you lay out for people is so you make it so accessible on all levels. Like you have networking Mm -hmm. events for like entrepreneurs. It's very accessible and easy for them to connect and get in and show up and share their gifts and their products and their voices, right? Like you do the sound bowl healings, like you really tap into all areas where you make it accessible. And it's like, where pick your path, right? Like what is going to spark your awakening, right? Like what is going to spark that? And sometimes it's just something as simple as literally laying there, listening to your sound healings and Mm. like allowing that, like allowing yourself to get still, to listen to the voice within to say, what is, what is next? And then honoring that voice and doing the next thing. It might be super painful. It might be really Mm. fucking uncomfortable, but there is so much power in the letting go and the moving forward mm-hmm. into what we're called to do and becoming yeah. re- reconnecting back to who we really are. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. when it happens is I've realized and you just saying that is I've created spaces mm-hmm. for women to be yeah. and to actually tap into that. Because when you come to, it's not just a guided meditation and no. I play the bowls. It's always a mindset. It's a discussion. It's an mm-hmm. open space. It's a safe space mm-hmm. where then it's like, wow, they like women don't even think that, okay, well, if I want this, yeah. and even like, I hate to tell you everyone, but where you're at is a direct <laughs> reflection of your thoughts. Right. It, it is. <laughs> I hate operate. to tell you. <laughs> Surprise. But you can change it. You can change it is the point. Yeah. Well, if you say you want one thing. Yeah. And all you do, your thoughts are negative in worry, in lack, mm-hmm. in I'm not worthy. Yeah. You're never going to be worthy. You're never yep. going to, you're never going to attract it. So there are, there are levels of healing that has to take place. But yeah. even at my, so yes, I ended up where from the empowerment events, you, I mean, you've been to networking events when you're in yeah. business, they're so stuffy and it's mm-hmm. so elevator pitch, yes. right? Yeah. It is. <laughs> no, but it's so gross. It's not my jam. It I is. mean, like thumbs up for everybody who loves that. That's not for me. <laughs> right. Where is the real connection? Yes. And the real conversation. Really. Yes. Not just the sell, right? Like not just pitching your no. shit, like actually connecting. Cause you and I, that's also something we have in common is we're connectors. Like if it's mm-hmm. missing the connection, I don't want it. Like legit. I don't yeah. want it. And also we're going to, we might be perfect strangers. And in 30 seconds, we're going to, you're going to tell yeah. me all your deepest, darkest shit. And it's going to be amazing. <laughs> yes. I Like, let's go into the deep, the strangers, the people, because that's really where the magic happens and where we start yes. connecting soul to soul. It's not just to sell the shit, right? Like no. anybody can do that. But where we really start making a difference in this human experience is when we start connecting soul to soul and then seeing how can we help? How can we connect you with somebody else? Like allowing yes. out, el- like you were saying, elevating, right? It's not just elevating when we elevate ourselves and then start connecting with people mm-hmm. on the deeper levels, we start elevating others around us. Like that's the whole game, isn't it? Like that's the whole, it is. That's what we're here to do the whole game. It is. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. Like I even had, I had a, com- you know, I host a vendor event, right? People show up with their products or services yeah. and they have a table. Now it's the little conversation mm-hmm. where someone said, you know what? I, I saw your post, I got your book mm-hmm. and I am literally going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. So many people are suffering and hiding. Yeah. So it's also, it's just be real with each other and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I know. I'm still, you know, it's like I said, there's layers. And honestly, these last few weeks have been not, not this past, maybe the week. Yeah. It, I was just super emotional. Yeah. And because when you, you know, it, it was an emotional time, but I know, and you know, in the conversations, like with my, with my one son, he's just so open. Don't hold any guilt or feel guilty yeah. about what happened because now I'm different because of this. Mm, and it's wow. like, holy crap, you're like 15 yeah. and how, but if, if what happened didn't, mm. He never would have be on the path that he's on now. Right. And he, do you know what he said? I asked him what he wants to do. He's like, I want to learn about consciousness and how to elevate consciousness. Like what? What? Yes. This is Ronan? Yeah. Stop. This is amazing. I cannot. This is wild. I know. I know. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. It, it, it really, really is. And for anyone wow. like that, you don't know what's even mm. possible. Yet. Yeah. 
but yeah. you're not meant to. We're, yeah. we're meant to go through every bit of it. And it just keeps unfolding, keeps unfolding. And also, the last thing. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. I was going to say, go but you, don't forget that. But if we knew what was coming, we probably wouldn't fucking do it. Like <laughs> <laughs> Completely. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Nobody wants the yeah, ugly no. and the bad, but it's part of it, sadly. It yeah, but, right, last summer, mm-hmm. again, it was. it's like I've done the core wound healing with you the three years ago in 2020, and then last year in 2022, and it was that, you know, one chapter. Again, I wrote around yeah. relationships. I wrote everything out, and everything that I desired in a man, I found not even two months later. Mm. And that I feel like he's the missing piece in my puzzle that I am. This is the healed version of myself. And I'm with someone who supports and sees all Mm. of it, all of it. Yeah. And embraces and even my crazy emotional wild, the wild side. We don't call, I don't use the word, the C word. I feel like that's a bad word. It's not a positive word. So I like say wild instead. We use wild. The wild side. My wild self. <laughs> yes, yes. But it but it is because it's part of who I am it's and part, accepting yes. that. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, honestly, some of those I think moments, we're all a little wild. Right? Yes. <laughs> if you're a woman, there's no like dodging that. That's that's our gift though. It is I feel gift. when I lean into that, that's yeah. when I write. That's when mm-hmm. all of the good stuff and the yeah. clarity comes out. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, so that was like a beautiful gift also, because it, it was through that awakening out of that relationship and what you, because that relationship really was, came from the wounded space, right? Like that yeah. was same thing with me. And I had to have that realization also, but from that, then once you healed around that relationship, because I remember that's what it was. It's like, you got to heal around this shit because if you don't mm-hmm. heal around that relationship and on its own yeah. was a wound and very traumatic experience. If we don't heal around that, we cannot be open and available to call in the love yeah. that we desire to experience in this lifetime. Like we have to heal it to let, like you said, let it go like in peace and, and yeah. right. Not from like, oh, I'm done with this. Like whatever it happened, like, but truly letting it go from that healed spaces, it opens you, it opened you up. And again, this, for me, it's been such a beautiful gift to watch you heal through that and then walk into this beautiful union that you have. It's just like that for me, like, yeah, cause I'm not the only woman walking through some shit like this. Like you yeah. needed to go through that first so that women like me yeah. can see what's possible on the other side. And it's like, it's legit. Like you can have a, you can find a partner yeah. that supports all of who you are, sees it, loves yeah. it, cherishes it, honors it. And like wants to shine your light out in the world yes. for you. You know what I mean? Like there's, it's just a, amazing to witness in such a, I mean, it probably feels like you've lived 15 lifetimes in a very short amount of time, but, but it happened all very quickly, right? Like, it seems like, oh, that took forever. But really yeah. once you like got on the trajectory and the path of like committing to your healing and you were like, no, fuck this. Like, I'm just going to heal the fuck out of my life. And you just went <laughs> for it. Like yeah. everything started happening, unfolding and unraveling very quickly. And then coming back together very quickly. It seems, it feels like from my, like being in it on the outside. It, it did. And you know, what's even, you know, making this connection as you're saying it is my business did the same. Mm, 
So mm-hmm. right after I did that, we, you know, we did that core one that was whatever the end of June and literally probably July, August, September, I launched my, my chakra bowl events. Yeah. Literally like, I mean, earned the most, I had the most people that I ever had. Yeah. It was like my energy shifted and I, my network of people who, mm-hmm. who are on my path or at the level of where I'm at just flocked to me. Yeah. And then, you know, that business, then I launched like a, a sale business also mm-hmm. offering the meditation, the mindset, sailboat, sailboat, it's not sail like sail, sailboat. Yeah, sail. Sail. Yeah. On a sailboat. Yes. <laughs> and, and then I said, you know what? I want to start a women's empowerment group. Okay, I'm going to do that. (laughs) And then just all these people show up. And then here's an example, right? So someone came, one of my friends brought someone else who is like mega, you know, she she trains or coaches people to be on Shark Tank, right? She actually came to my event and I partnered with her and I spoke with her and I was like, do you remember what it was like when you were there where we all are? Yeah. And, and so I go to her event, Mm -hmm. I go to her event. And of course I sit at the main table because that's how it goes. Right. Now I'm with all the panelists. I meet someone who hosts a radio show and I heart radio. I get interviewed and I heart radio. Like these things just start to happen. Right. And then, and again, I'm, I, then I start getting coaching clients as well. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And then just, and then what else did I do? I, oh, oh, that, that, so the women's empowerment group then ended up like I'm hosting like sip and shop events. Now right. all local vendors are like, oh, you're creating a space. And it, it's just like, oh yeah, I guess I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And now it, it's, now it's proven, you know, that's leading me into now it's what evolving. we talked about. Yes, Join. Yes. Yeah. But, but yes, being with someone and that people want to know that. How did you attract? And I will say this, okay? I didn't just attract him. He attracted me just as much. So he was also going through his own letting go. And when Mm. he decided that, both of us, it was less Mm. than a month and we found each other. And why we're so instantly like, oh my gosh, like like it feels like we've been together forever is because we both found what we want in each other that we never had. And I just found that, I just found this quote, I was going to like create a reel on it, but it said, when Mr. Never Been Appreciated finds Miss Never Been Loved Correctly, Mm. that's the truth. That's the true power couple. And I was wow. like, oh, yeah. Right. So it really good. Is. So good. Yeah. And that's all. I mean, all of this, what a beautiful. And and here it's like, we could literally make a movie of this story. I feel like I just lived through a lifetime movie. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally didn't. And then you walk off. Oh my gosh. It with you. For real. Like. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like literally this is a lifetime movie, but the really beautiful thing is like, it's not even over, you know, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning and to see what you're doing and how many lives you're helping and touching all because of your own choice to surrender, to heal, to continue making moves forward in staying with a healthy mindset, right. With like Mm -hmm. saying, I'm going to, my mind, I'm going to keep my mindset in forward motion. I'm not going to go back there. Like, yes, all of these things happen, traumatic events, really negative things happened. And my kids are involved. Like there's, it's so easy to fall into the like victim mentality, but your refusal to ever connect with that. And if it feels like you're slipping into that, you shift out of it really quick. You reach into your 
tool bag. You connect with yourself with the right people around you, the healers, the coaches, the guides, the mentors, like we reach out to each other in these spaces. It's like, that's so important to keep yourself moving forward on the path because ultimately you're doing everything and it's almost like you don't even have to try anymore. The path now is opening for you and the people that you're supposed to reach and connect with and mentor and guide Mm -hmm. yourself. You're helping heal people because of your own choice to move forward in your own healing. And I think that's, that's where the power is. That's why it's so important to come back to yourself, right. To, to awaken back to who you really are, because that's leading you to be able to do the thing that you're here to do on this earth. Yeah. Yeah. So powerful. So powerful. So if you can leave everybody listening with a little nugget, what would you say for someone who's like resonating that would keep them moving forward? Like, you know, do you have tools that you like to to get people started Mm -hmm. with? Like something that would get someone started on the path or going, you know, to be able to get quiet and still and tap in to listen to the inner voice that will give them the next step. Like, what would you, what would you advise your, a new client? Yeah. So I think the hardest thing of making a change or just being aware that you do is that you're trying to figure it all out and you're trying to control how it's going to happen. You Mm -hmm. and accepting that you just have to, you really do. You have to surrender and you take one step at a time. And even if it's one hour at a time, that's okay. And understanding that it can be an up and down and you're just, you're self-aware, right? You're being self-aware, you're tapping in. The toolbox of things is different for everybody. You know, for me, it's like, it's going to the gym or journaling, listening to meditation. Mm -hmm. I play the bowls, but it's just as much for myself as it is for the people that come to the events. So what is it? that he says this all the time. I love it. He's like, find your center, find your center. Mm. And and immediately it would be like, I was not complaining, but something was happening. And he's like, you know, find your center. And then I'd be like, oh, you're right. Like I am, I'm I'm getting away from, okay, what's really happening right now? And how can I get back to and, and propel forward? So it's, yeah, you don't have, you're not meant to know how everything's going to unfold. If you're not happy with something in your life, then like, I I talk about this at my event. Okay, what's the one thing right now? What's the one thing that you want to change? And then what are you going to let go of? Because you can't continue to do what you're doing. Nothing's going to change. And even if you think what you want to change, okay, if you're not taking aligned action, you have to align it all, Mm -hmm. your thoughts and your actions and one step at a time, just just like AA, one thing at a time Mm -hmm. and tapping Mm -hmm. into who you want to be. And it's intentional. It's a practice. Happiness and positive mindset doesn't come. It's a practice. Yes, yes. And it takes effort just like I can choose to be negative and victim and complain and gossip. Or I can choose to say, you know what? And this is what I stopped doing. I don't give my energy. Who and what are you giving your time and energy to? And does it serve you? Does it serve your highest self? And when you realize that, 
no, I don't need to listen to someone complain for 20 minutes because that's bringing yeah. my vibration down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a beautiful, what a great contemplation for anyone listening. Like what's the one thing that you want to change right now in your life? And what is what are the act like three actions that you can take to change that? And sometimes it is letting go. Sometimes it's doing things differently. Sometimes it's just simple mindset shift, right? Or changing the words that you're using. So I think that's such a beautiful start for anybody listening, wherever you're at. I mean, it does, I could use that right now. <laughs> we could all yes. use it. It doesn't matter what phase <laughs> you're at in life yeah. or where you're at in your awakening journey. What is one thing that you're not happy with and you want to change right now? And what are three things that you can do to start making that change and turn it into the direction that's going to lead you closer to who you are, who the, who you're, everything you're called and created to be, do have mm -hmm. experience and, and then do it right. And then find, you know, what I think is the next thing that's added to that is like, find people who love yeah. you enough to hold you to the change that you want to make, mm -hmm. because it's so easy left to our own devices to say, we want to do the thing. And then we could even write, go so far as to journal the thing, write the list. These are the things, this is what I yeah. should change and then not do it. But when we have people around us who care about us, who do want to see us in our highest and best self and serving the world the way we're called to, like those people are going to hold us to, Hey, did you do that thing? Mm -hmm. Hey, where are you at on this? Right? Like keeping yourself surrounded by people who are going to continue to lift you up is just as important as starting the action to begin with. So yeah. Yeah. If I could add one thing to that, mm -hmm. if you don't have many people yep. who are where you want to be, then as you, because we attract the mirror to us. Yeah. So as you grow and evolve, you're going to then connect with people that are going to continue to raise you up. Yes. And it just, it you know, because some people in our life, we can't, we can't get them out of our life. <laughs> So if, if you're trying to grow and evolve, it's okay not to, you know, spend all this time with that person right. who can't possibly understand and that's no. okay. Right. There are people in your life that will never understand where you're mm -hmm. at. And a huge lesson I learned was look at the source of mm. who's saying, judging you, looking at you and making you question yourself. Well, mm -hmm. if that person didn't do what you're trying to do, they have no concept or understanding right. of where you're headed and right. that's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Stay true to who you are and see it, right? Yeah. We see it before, or yeah, leave it before you see it, see it. Leave it before you see it. <laughs> and if you don't have anyone around you, connect with Jamie. Like all of yes. her links yeah. are in the show notes and you can connect with her on all the social media outlets. And she has a meditation that you can download, right? Like very, just to kind of get you continue on your journey or get you started. If you're just curious about stick, stepping closer to who you are, the mm -hmm. meditation, you can also link to her books and purchase those mm -hmm. highly recommend and the journals that you've created also and affirmation cards. You have an affirmation deck. Oh yes. yes. Yeah, I do. So we'll yes. drop all the links to all of this stuff because that again, this to me is how you start adding to your toolbox, like your toolbox in your awakening. It's funny. I, I was going to post a picture and I didn't, but I keep your affirmation cards that I have in my closet where I like, mm -hmm. I get ready and all my jewels and stuff. And so yesterday I pulled cards 
And I need to, I'm going to post them, but I'll show you what I pulled. But it's like, that's what I needed in my toolbox for my tool belt yesterday is like yeah, some positive affirmations that are showing me where, like what I need to focus on, what my, where my energy is at and keep me yeah. moving. Right. And sometimes that it's just as simple as that is like connecting to ourself through affirmation cards, connecting to ourself and our truth and the next steps in a journal or reading a story in a book. So I'm so happy to connect everyone with your resources and Thank your, you. some of the things that you have in your toolbox that you share. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for Thank continuing you. on the journey. I can't wait to see what's next. This is going to be good. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Much gratitude. I mm. love you. And I love you. you know, when we were, I was in that emotional space, I thought of you and you literally called me, <laughs> yep. you texted me and I was like, oh, thank you. Thank yep. you. So I appreciate you so much. And love you. Love you. Yeah. Love you. See you soon. Hey friend. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode. We hope your soul is stirred and your human has been inspired. Now, the magic doesn't stop here. We would love to have you with us over in our Happy Human community on Facebook, where you can connect more with our guests, get access to free tools and resources, and best of all, be immersed in a really rad community that will continue to support you on your journey. Simply search Facebook for Happy Human Community, that's human spelled H-Y-O-U-M-A-N, and we will see you on the inside. Now, if you're hungry for even deeper transformation, please visit happyhuman.com. That's H-A-P-P-Y-H-Y-O-U-M-A-N.com and sign up for our next Core Wound Healing group session. This is our pay what you can offering to the world because we truly believe that healing should be accessible to every human. Remember, your presence helps the world shine even brighter. So keep seeking healing, keep spreading the love, and keep embracing the happy human within you because that is the key to your soul revolution. Oh,